0: To close out the last three games of the 2023 season, I'm going to be grading Georgia Tech, North Carolina, and South Carolina. Is Drake May ready for payback versus your Clemson Tigers? I'll tell you next on the Locked On Clemson Podcast. You are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Clemson family? Welcome back to the Locked On Clemson Podcast, your daily podcast covering your Clemson Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I am part of the co-host team of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, as well as the founder of The Scouting Room. Guys, thank you all for making Locked On, Clemson, your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, thank you for being the family, but also thank you for being my everydayers, man. Take that take that title proudly, guys, because you guys uh, show me so much love and support, and I appreciate all of it. Uh, as always, man, we're we finishing out the 2023 uh, schedule. We're, we're great in these matchups as we get ready for week one. You know, versus the Duke Blue Devils, we have Georgia Tech today. We're gonna we're gonna grade Georgia Tech. Uh, the matchup for against North Carolina after the ACC Championship game last year, and of course, trying to avenge the loss versus those South Carolina Gamecocks. The battle for uh, the state of South Carolina, guys. So we have a fun show that we're gonna get into, and let's go ahead and get it popping. Let's get it started simply with the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets for Georgia Tech. I'm gonna be honest, guys. This is one of them situations where Georgia Tech is a is a uh, they're they're one. They're one or two on the scale, on the threat meter. Okay. You're talking about being on the threat meter, Georgia Tech, they lost two of their best players, uh in Jeff Sims at quarterback, who transferred to Nebraska. Uh they're one of the best receivers. Nate McCullum is now Drake Mays, uh one Drake Mays slot receiver over at North Carolina. So I I have a hard time believing that this team is going to pose a, a, a large threat. Now, they, they still have some decent players, right? Dante Smith, the running back, Richard Senior, who, you know, remember, you know, around this time last year, they, they he was going to be the starter for 2022 because Jameer Gibbs had jumped ship, uh, you know, in, in, early in the offseason to go to Alabama. So this is a... a, 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 a Decent run game, I think, with with, with with uh Dante Smith. I liked what I saw from him for the most part. But uh, you know, they got Zach uh Zach Zach Pyron at quarterback. Also Haynes King transferring in from I think it was Texas A and M. And he 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 just never showcased enough um, you know, to really to, to get any to get hype about him, right? He he was hype, you know, he kinda hyped up, you know, coming into his first year um starting for uh m but he just never—it never lived up to it. And I think he also battled some injuries and everything. So, uh, there, I think those two are battling as a redshirt sophomore transfer and a redshirt freshman quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's not—it's not—it's not a lot to be worried about in that quarterback room, in my honest opinion, right? So, now, of course, you know, they're—you they're, know—with Brent Key as the head coach, their their offense is a kind of a spread pro style. They're going to give you different looks, and they want to create space and everything. And still run those pro style concepts. And I mean they're receivers. Redshirt freshman DJ Moore, uh, uh Dominic uh Blaylock, uh it was a red shirt junior transfer. They 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 have a big big boy, uh Lee, Leo Blackburn, red shirt sophomore. I remember one of my guys who worked uh, who works for Georgia Tech. Uh well he's he's uh, he's taking he's taken another position at another school. Uh he he told me about him around this time last year that he's physically gifted, talented kid, big body. Um but, you know, uh, I think he was coming off of an injury at the time because he's like 6'5, 220, guy that can really play above the rim, you know, back shoulder face, things like that. But, I mean, just looking at this team, I, I will say Kenyatta Watson II, the, the red shirt junior corner. Uh, I think this young man can play ball and um, is somebody that definitely you got to watch out for. 6'1, almost 200 pounds. Uh, he moves well. Uh, I think he's scheme versatile as well. But then just looking at the defensive side of the ball, there's not a lot of talent, like proven talent, that you just be like, man, these guys are going to give us a run for our money. I don't mm, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Um, I, I think that they, this is one of those situations that Clemson is going to just be the more physical. Now, don't get me wrong. Like the, the, the game last year, if I remember correctly, let me just go back and look. I can't remember the score. In that game, uh, it was uh, it was forty-one to ten, right? You know, it didn't look like a forty-one to ten game, but you know, because you had DJU, who, uh, you know, he only threw for two hundred and ten yards, but in that game. I think he had about six drops from the receivers, and two of them would have been touchdowns. Bo Collins, some of these other guys, they they were dropping passes left and right, and not being, you know, the the the, the cornerbacks for Georgia Tech last year. That defense, they had Keon uh, Keon White and all that. They they were physical, but again, at the same time, I think it's just a simple fact of the matter is this is going to be a situation where it's going to be another blowout game. You know, another you know, I think 30, 35 point victory for. Uh, the Clemson Tigers, I just do not foresee this being the game. I think this is one of those games where the young guys are definitely going to play, right? <laughs> like Masoon Kelly, uh, T- Masoon Tink Kelly, uh, Tyler Brown, Like I think all those guys, Dominique in, Dominic in the, in the uh, running back room, I think all these young guys are going to get their touches in this game because once the offense goes up by 25, 30 points before halftime, I, I which I kind of Predict and foresee. I think then you just roll, you roll out the you know unless Cade's on, on on his on a Heisman run where you just want to patch more stats right into the third like half or two the third quarter and then give the young guys the whole the second half of the third whole fourth quarter and then cool. But overall, I, I just do not foresee uh this game being much of anything truthfully i, I just don't guys I, I don't think it's going to be a good game i think Clemson's is going to run all over Georgia tech and again i'll preview it again and everything but i'm just giving the grades on paper uh we'll see how they play how 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 uh you know coach key gets them ready you know um Throughout the season and everything, how they you know, maybe these guys take us take a step forward and there's some development there and they're playing good football. And then when it comes on the Georgia Tech week, the Yellow Jackets week, then we preview it again and we talk about it in a different light. Do I foresee that being the case? Absolutely not. No, I do not see that being the case. But again, shout out to them. I'm I'm rolling with uh the Clemson, the Clemson uh blowout game here, uh, versus those yellow jackets, but guys. Drake May is next up on the schedule, and if you remember how the last matchup went, it was a 39-10 to 10 victory, right? 39-10 to 10 victory. He threw two interceptions. One was a pick six for 98 yards by Nate Wiggins. It was not the Drake May that we were accustomed to seeing. Now, without Josh Downs and all that, what kind of threat? Will this North Carolina Tar Heel team with Drake May at the helm in 2023 pose to your Clemson Tigers? I'm going to tell you next coming up on the Locked On Clemson podcast. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head over to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need Fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game, baby, when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay's guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only. The rematch of the ACC championship game with the North Carolina Tar Heels. Drake, May, and company did not have a good game that night. Right? 39-10. to Okay, K. Clubman came in. He didn't even start. He came in for one. He led the uh, the game. I think led the game in rushing with 30 yards. But he also was the leading passer in that game in that contest with 279. And, and Drake Majors did not have the game that we were accustomed to seeing. He was 26 to 42, 268 yards and two interceptions. And, and like I said, a pick six by Nate Wiggins. But here's the here's the big thing. Here's the the the, the big thing when it comes down to this team, the 2023 version of the North Carolina Tar Heels, what kind of threat do they pose? I think they pose, I give them a mm, I give them a six and a half. I, I think that they have enough talent, uh young raw talent. They have the best quarterback, you know, and you guys know I'm a draft analyst. I'm not just the host of this podcast. I'm you know what I mean I'm I'm keeping it honest they have the best quarterback in the league, in the ACC, with Drake May. And, you know, they have one of the better linebackers, you know, in the country that that people really don't talk about. They have talent on the defensive line, and they have some talent in the uh, the secondary as well. It's all about these guys taking a step forward and and playing up to their physical ability. But, you know, when you have a quarterback like Drake May, you're always going to be in it. The question marks for this team, you know, Josh Downs and um, Antoine Green, both left via the NFL draft uh, were drafted players. And so with that, with those departures, that's well over 150 uh, receptions over 1800 receiving yards and over 18. uh, That's about around 18 touchdowns that you have to replace. Now, what what type of the one of the the elephant in the room for them that was going to, that will really be big for this team if they could get him is the transfer wide receiver, um from Kent State, Devontae Walker. This young man is now fighting with the ACC, uh, not the ACC but the, with the NCAA, uh, because they have uh basically held up his ability to play his eligibility right now, um, as he's awaiting. Uh, for his, uh, you know, what's his appeal? Uh, and waiting for the ruling of his appeal, uh, they, they've they've kind of it's just kind of messed up with that whole situation. I pray that he's able to play this year because he's a talented kid at six foot two, two hundred pounds, a young man that averaged almost sixteen yards per catch, eleven touchdowns, and a, a, a close to nine hundred and thirty yards receiving at Kent State. You give him a Drake May that can push the ball down the field, who's accurate at all three levels, back shoulder fade, how, you know, high pointing passes, things like that. I think this young man could take off. But the, as I talked about. With Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech lost their top wide receiver. And Nate McCullum. he's going to be the starting slot. So he's going to kind of replace the Josh Downs role in this offense. And this is a young man that has talent. He can run routes. He's got speed down the field. And he tracks the ball well. He's a tough kid. So I think that this is – he's a senior. I think this is an opportunity where they, they could, you know, Passing-wise, if they have all their weapons, they can stress, uh, you know, this secondary. I I do believe that with with a Drake May. Guys, a big thing for this team. And why I say I give him a six and a half because Drake May is going to give him probably about three points of this, right, by by himself. But they got to get more out of Elijah Green last year. Last year. Listen to me. Last year. Drake May led this team in rushing. Elijah Green, now he only played nine games, right? Drake May played 14. I get it. But he still had 131 rush attempts, 567 yards. He had eight touchdowns, averaged over four yards pop, almost four and a half. But Drake May had 77 rush attempts for 899 yards, averaging over almost six yards a pop and seven touchdowns. He had seven touchdowns. So between Elijah Green and I believe the backup is uh, Omarion Hampton, I think he's a true sophomore, they got to get these guys going. You have Caleb Hood in the, in the backfield. They have some talent in that backfield. They got to get the run game going for that RPO game, for the play action. But I'm going to tell you, the one weapon, the, the other weapon that you got to look out for is junior tight end Bryson Nesbitt, a big a tall, long-body uh, receiving threat. He had uh, 35 receptions for 507 yards, averaged almost 15 yards a catch with with, uh, with four touchdowns, 6'5", 235. He's more of a big receiver. Uh, you know what I mean? He stretches the middle of the field, uh, works the seam, can really get upfield in a hurry. And he's got a good catch radius. So I think that's, for me, like I said, just they defensively, I think we, we can have our way with them if they don't play up to their talent level, because they have a, they have a miles Murphy at, at defensive tackle who can really play football. I just want to see him in 2021. He showed he, he was better in 2021 than in my opinion, than he was in 2022. So I need to see him get back to that. He's a senior now uh, time to go out there and ball, but Cedric Gray at middle linebacker and, and everything, but Amari Gaynor, the kind of Jack linebacker, walk up, walk him up on the edge. Let him be. He's explosive, dynamic, uh, physical, player in, in the box this is a young man i expect to see him drop off in coverage i expect to see him rush off the edge but i know that i would not be surprised and i expect to see him get run uh as a blitzer to uh to attack downhill and try to get him as a free runner to get some free shots to also uh to, to get free shots at Cade, but also potentially be able to train um keep Cade locked into the pocket right like contain him almost some qb spy stuff because he's really athletic Talking about Amari again. They call him Amari Ferrari. Yeah, he he's athletic. <laughs> if, if the name doesn't tell you enough, he is athletic. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So I think that's uh that, that's one of the biggest things for me is this team. I say I, I give him a six and a half, three of those points on, on, on my threat meter come from the elite quarterback. That is Drake May. And that's just what it is. He's an elite level Q. B, we're not going to sugarcoat this. We're not going to fake like he's not. He's number one. He's QB1 in the ACC, and he's QB2 in the nation, battling with Caleb Williams over at USC. But for the team, I think with his offensive line being more seasoned now as well, I think this is a team that, like I said, to get that run game going, the RPO game, get Devontae Walker in there. NCAA, don't be sticklers, man. Don't be don't be boomers. Let's do the let's do the right thing here and give this let this young man play play football. Okay, we've seen way worse situations, but they also have JJ Jones, who was who's another six, I think JJ is like six two, another another bigger, uh taller wide receiver. Um, Where, where, you know, he had uh, 24 receptions. He was targeted 51 times, 24 receptions, uh, 434 yards. But he is a big play threat, 18 yards per catch last year, 6'2", 210. He could take the top off a defense. This young man could play football. And... Again, I think if they have their full complementary of weapons with Bryson Nesbitt tight in, you know, J.J. Jones, Devontae Walker, Nate McCullum, get the run game going. Oh, this is a six and a half. That could be a seven. And, I, and here's the thing. I think Drake May, understanding that the last ACC game he played in, he was bad. He was picked off twice. He threw a pick six for 98 yards. Shout out to Nate Wiggins yet again. So, yes, that was a big part. That was a huge part of this. So what am I what are you saying, DP? Dame, what are you talking about? What I'm saying, guys, is this, I think that he will come into this game. Matt Brown's gonna have this young man ready. I think he's gonna come into this, into this matchup looking for revenge, right? I think he's gonna come into this matchup saying this could be think if he's having a Heisman year, right? If uh if Drake May's having a Heisman year, think about that for a second. And this is the game for him. Right. This is the game for him. And if that's the case, he's going to come out and try to have a Heisman moment. And that's just what it is. Right. And I'm just being honest with you guys about that, that he's going to come out and try to have a Heisman moment. Uh, you know, what I mean, before they close out the season with North Carolina State, which is their normal rivalry game, you know, in in like how we have with with, with South Carolina. So that's all I'm saying, guys, is that this could be uh, uh, this is six and a half for me right now on paper, six or six and a half. Uh, I really believe in Drake May, but if they have that full complementary weapons and his season is, uh, is 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 like his season is going in 2023 is very similar or even better than 2022. And he, faced, and he gets that opportunity in the regular season, not in the ACC championship game, but in the regular season, he's going to do everything in his, in his power to knock us out of that game and try to put North Carolina in it if they're, happen, if they're having that type of season. But, guys, you want to talk about rivalries. You want to talk about get backs. Get your lick back, as, as the kids say nowadays. South Carolina, those Gamecocks. Oh, yeah, that was a that was a rough outing last year, right? That was a rough outing. Uh, for for your Clemson Tigers, okay, Spencer Rattler and everything. That was a game 31 to 30. You know, it, 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 the offense did not, you know, of course, Shipley did his thing. It, the offense just did not do enough, and the defense could not stop, uh, you know, South Carolina enough either. So, we're going to talk about getting our lick back and, and what type of threat does the 2023 South Carolina Gamecocks pose to your Clemson Tigers coming up next on the Locked On Clemson Podcast. Sometimes in life guys we are faced with difficult situations and 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 tough choices and the path that we're trying to take the path forward isn't always clear and accessible. So having someone that's objective, that's going to listen to you can help. Whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement, guys. And, And if you've dealt with trauma, therapy can help you with that as well. There's so many benefits to it, I promise you. It's helpful to learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So, and even if you don't, if you haven't experienced some major trauma, therapy can still help you. So, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. All right, let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/slash/locked-on-college today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, uh, H-E-L-P.com/slash/locked-on-college. The South Carolina Gamecocks, right? The closeout, the regular season for your Clemson Tigers. This South Carolina team last year knocked us off. 31 to 30, I believe was the score. And, you know, Spencer Rattler in that game was, you know, out of, outside of a couple mistakes, was spectacular. 25 or 40 almost 63% completion, 360 yards, nine yards per attempt, two touchdowns, two interceptions, right? And and and, and that – you just didn't – for the way that his season started, you didn't expect that, right, especially against a, a talented defense like this Clemson Tiger defense. Now you look at the 2023 version. It's, you know, offensive line looks to be returning for the most part, right? Uh, he's got a uh, trade knocks. He's got a couple of transfers at the tight end position uh, after the guys that's going to come in The carrying and joiner playing uh, running back big guy, one 230, right from North Charleston. So looking, you know, this is a young man is going to run physical, run hard, but also has some juice. Juju McDowell in the backfield as well. You know, uh, 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 Marshawn Lloyd transferring to USC, but here's where things get, re- get tricky, right? Antoine Wells, there's his star receiver, returns. Xavier Leggett, another red shirt senior, he returns. A transfer and Eddie Lewis to put in the slot. But the guy that you need to know, the guy you need to be aware of, six foot five, two hundred and thirty-pound freshman from Washington, D.C., Nichols Harbor. Nick Harbor, a two sport athlete, played tight end and defensive end and everything, but he is a world class sprinter. Listen to this, guys. You want to talk about fast? Let's talk about fast. In the 60 meters, he has record time 6.64. Guys, that's fast, okay? But in the 100 meters, 10. 10- Point two two at six five two thirty in the 220.63 in the 200 meters. So, understand something. This is a young man that is physically dominant as an athlete, physically gifted as an athlete. So, with Spencer Rattler's ability to push the ball downfield, be uh with his explosive, powerful arm, his mobility, his pocket movement, all the things that he can do with a potential strong run game, this is a seven. But this is because this is also a game of bragging rights. This is a game of, 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 of high proportions. And this is a game that is going to be in Columbia, South Carolina. Last year, they walked into Clemson and walked out with the dub. You think they're not with a talented team, that they're not ready to protect their house? Yes, they are. And I'm telling you now, Listen. This situation, this team, defensively, uh, you know, it's going to be – that's going to be the big thing, right, the, the, the defensive side of the ball for them. Uh, you know, but they have Tonka Hemingway, you know, a, a defensive tackle who was right up in the interior, right, that, that can get into the face of the quarterback quickly. O'Donnell Fortune, David Spaulding, right. They have enough players that can truly, truly – stress the offense right and, and get after it. they can get after the quarterback they can play good coverage things of that nature i mean like yeah it was dju i think in that game last year dju threw for like 99 yards okay so that's the key right if their defense is truly going to play a play a good game that means that they're going to hold k clubbing to a less than stellar outing, but I don't know if that's going to be the case. This could potentially be a shootout guys. I could see a 3542 type of game uh, where, where, where you know, whoever has the ball last wins and that's the type of game I I'm, I think I'm expecting. So I'm going to give them, I think I said a seven. This is a team that is talented and this is just a, this is a redemption tour for, for, for Spencer Rattler as well. A guy that wants to prove that the four once former projected first overall pick of the twenty, who was supposed to be the first overall pick in 2022 right that he's that he's still that same guy that, that, that all of us draft analysts believed he, he was coming into that season so uh when i look at this game i think i give him a seven i think the gamecocks are going to be ready to fight ready to go ready to roll um but uh you know at the end of the day i i don't think that they pose the biggest threat uh, like I said, I, I think that there's more, so a few more other talented teams. But again, one thing about the, you know, this SEC team, physicality, right? I think Clemson is probably one of the more physical teams in the ACC. And I think that's where the games are won and lost, It's the type of, the level of physicality that Clemson will play with in the trenches and everything else. The SEC can match that, right? And, the F, you know, in South Carolina was able to match that last year, match that physicality, match that talent, and, and you know, and everything, especially from an athletic standpoint, they have that. So, at the end of the day, guys, I think this is a seven. We'll see how the season goes. I'll, again, every single game this year on the schedule, when it's that week for that team, uh, for us to face that team, I will actually break down that matchup in depth starting next week. Uh, with the Duke Blue Devils and everything like that, because we have a Monday night game the following Monday, September 4th. So that's our show. We've graded every matchup of the 2023, uh, you know, Clemson Tiger schedule. Guys, thank you all for tapping in with me. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to the podcast. Get the latest episode as soon as it's available. Like again, thank you all for making lockdown clips and your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday, on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button, hit the uh, bell notification so that you're notified whenever I drop content on the channel let's get this channel up to a thousand subscribers guys continue to boost it continue to show love i appreciate everything from y'all but of course like i said i have uh you know got one more we got happy friday tomorrow so i'll have some content for you on tomorrow we'll probably get to some recruiting since i haven't talked about recruiting since about last week or so uh so we're gonna get back into the recruiting and see what's going on on the prowl so in terms of twitter you can find and follow me there dp underscore nfl talk to me cuz I do talk back come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Lockdown Podcast Network your team every-